Well, take your Bibles tonight and turn with me to the book of Acts. We will be going to the 8th chapter here in just a moment. Let's ask the Lord to just really center our hearts now on a life-changing truth of cooperating with the Spirit in reaching people for Christ. Lord, we sense your presence here. What a great night. We're gathered once again in your presence to give you glory. Each song has elevated your name, reminded us of our hope in you. And now as we open up the scripture, let it become life to us. Let it be more than just words on a page. Let it inspire our thinking until we are transformed by it and we can shine brightly for you. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, let's go back to Bass Pro Shop. That's where you get equipped to go fishing. Need all the help I can get. And one of the great devices is what's called a fish finder. You buy a fish finder and it uses sonar technology. And as you're there on the lake, you can read the information and it will tell you when you are in the presence of fish and the stronger the signal, the fish on the screen change colors, and it will even tell you the size of the fish. Not only that there are fish there, but also it gives you very needed information of the surroundings, the situation, because the thought is this. If you know how to, to read the situation, first of all, there are fish, and then you see the surroundings, it would then give you an idea of what bait to use that fish are most likely to bite in that given situation. So as you cooperate with the information, you become strategic and then effective. Tonight I want to talk about cooperating with the Holy Spirit in reaching people for Christ. As you study the life of Jesus, the way he talked to Nicodemus was very different than the way he talked to the woman of Samaria. The way he dealt with the woman caught in the act of adultery was very different than the way he dealt with Zacchaeus. In each situation, God is reading that circumstance, and as a result, he is fishing effectively. So you record your story in your heart, you brand it on your mind, and in one minute, you are able to share your story of salvation but how you share that story and the door through which you walk in sharing that story will be determined by the circumstance, the situation. And if we can read the situation, we then can be effective at fishing for people. And this is an exciting part of following Christ because it's not only getting our story down, it's then this openness and sensitivity to the Spirit of God that begins to lead us in when to share, how to share, so that we are impact players on God's team. So I want to talk about this. It seems kind of hard to make it concrete, but I think we can get help tonight because I don't want you sitting there going, that's impossible. I'm just not that dialed in. All of us can be led of God in such ways that the Lord uses us just as Jesus was effective with those people we've just referenced. Acts chapter 8. Look with me at verse 26. 
It's a workable lead on how to cooperate with the Spirit in people coming to know Christ. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south, down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kondike, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, Do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, How can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with the same scripture, Philip told the good news about Jesus. And that man's life was changed. Now, do you see Philip cooperating with the Holy Spirit? It's quite powerful and supernatural. But it comes right down to this. He was cooperating with God in God's heart to change a life. So what can we learn that's kind of concrete that helps us? Here's the first thing. Be aware. Be aware. If I'm going to... To have my story down, I'm ready to share it. Then I want to be aware of the activity of God as to when to share it. One of the great obstacles that we find in reaching out to people and sharing with other people is just how do I get the conversation started? Here's what I present to us tonight. I don't think we're starting anything. I think it's already started. Now this is huge. This is so helpful when it comes to talking to other people about Christ. If you think you're starting from scratch and the whole situation, it's going to kind of be real cold, then I think we miss what we see in Scripture. All the way back in the book of Genesis that we saw this morning. God seeks the guilty. God is on a pursuit of lost people more than we could ever imagine. Look at the passion in the heart of the shepherd. Look at the passion in the lady as she turned the house upside down looking for a coin that's in there to show us God's heart for the lost people. God pursued you, did he not? Pursued me. God is on a pursuit. And so God is already at work. This Ethiopian had been in Jerusalem in a worship setting, but he did not get saved there. But something was happening. God was on the pursuit of this man. And so when Philip gets involved and cooperates with the Holy Spirit, he is not starting something. He is participating in that which has already been started by God. Now, if tomorrow you look forward for an opportunity to talk to somebody in a way that could turn the conversation toward Christ, you do so with the confidence of knowing the conversation has already started. You're just getting involved with it. An awareness that God is already working. Four people were 
saved in our 9 o'clock service, three people in our 1045 service. And when I started talking to them, I knew in my heart that I was not starting a conversation. I was not starting to inform them about God. You even heard me say, the very fact that you're here is a sign that God is already at work. I was just sliding into a process and into a conversation that was already happening in their heart. No matter, I don't know how long it had been going, maybe for many years, God had been knocking on the door of their heart, creating and initiating, and I just moved in part of a process. Here's what I believe. If we don't wake up every day with this awareness that God's already at work, and we get to join it, then I will drift through my days and settle for broken people to stay broken and lost people to stay lost. Philip is led of the Holy Spirit to know exactly where to go, what road to go to. He tells him, walk along beside the carriage. And then you see Philip getting involved. And the first thing Philip does is ask a question. So you see all of this activity of God in the Ethiopian's heart and life by God himself and Philip just slides into the process as he makes himself, here's number two, available. See, if I'm aware that God is working in this community because there are lost people and God loves them, then I have a confidence to join the conversation. I don't have to start the conversation. I join the conversation. And I get a new definition of success when it comes to evangelism. That it's not necessarily if someone asks Christ in their heart. Success is cooperating with God. I'm not the Savior. You're not the Savior. God is the Savior. Some people plant and some people water and some get the increase. How many people witness to the four people that got saved in the early service? I don't even know them. How many people had witnessed to the three people that got saved in the 1045 service and yet I came along at just one part of the process? Maybe tomorrow you get to come in the part of the process where someone's ready to ask Christ to come into their hearts. Maybe you're going to be the initiation of the seed planted. Maybe God is using you early in a chain of events that will lead to them crossing a line of faith. But would you wake up knowing that God is at work and you are aware that he's at work and you will be sensitive to then make yourself available to seize the moment, to share a word of encouragement, to share a good word of witness, to share your story in 100 words or less of what Christ has done for you. 100 words or less, where in about one minute you could capture. Imagine if we wake up tomorrow, going to our workplace, schools, or the local grocery store, wherever we find ourselves aware that God is at work and that the reason we're here is to worship Him and make Him known to people. So that tomorrow, every one of us, knowing that God's at work, we're realizing God is choosing to work through His people, so He wants to use us tomorrow. And so we make ourselves available and we share our story.
however many people are in this room, use that to do the math on the number of stories we can tell in prime time situations that God sets up and creates. Who knows the result of even tomorrow? Now add Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Imagine the kind of, of week of adventurous Christ followership there can be on behalf of every one of us in this room if this week we will make ourselves available. Maybe there's someone broken at this moment who won't be broken by this time next week. Lost, who won't be lost because you are willing to be aware of God's work and make yourself available for God's work. Lord, I want to pray with Paul that the eyes of my heart would be enlightened. Speak to my heart. Lord, grip my heart. It was Bill Hybels in his book, Just Walk Across the Room, that writes about his son's soccer coach. That going to game after game, one day he saw the coach out there picking up the cones after a practice and gathering up the equipment. And he said, the Lord spoke to him, walk out there and connect with the coach. He walked out and made himself available to help pick up the equipment and started building a relationship. And it's an amazing story over time of how that soccer coach gave his heart to Christ. And it started with the Holy Spirit speaking to Bill Hybel's heart, saying, go across the field and connect with that coach. And Bill Hybel's making himself available. The Holy Spirit wants to do the day with us. The Holy Spirit wants to talk to us like he talked to Philip. Now, I want to go back to this because it just challenges me. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. I want to walk with God and I want us to walk with God in such a way that the Spirit of the Lord can speak directly to us because he knows we'll trust him and we'll respond. <laughs> this, this is the same Holy Spirit that's at work in us. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia. Wow. Now notice, he lets him know that this guy had been in worship. He had been to church. But he didn't know a lot about God. And so, led of the Spirit, Philip asked a question. That may be an entire sermon for us to put into this series of Uniquely crafted questions, a string of words with a question at the end that creates a conversation. Here's one. How's your family? That will start a conversation. How is your job going? That will create a conversation. Philip says, do you understand what you're reading. See, Philip is looking at the situation. He's walking beside this carriage and he hears him reading from Isaiah. You read the situation. This, to me, is the thrilling side of Christianity. You are at the grocery store and the person in front of you is interacting with the clerk and you sense that and you begin to process what's my angle? I just heard something that I can now turn. I can turn this into a way to share my story. If we will think like that, the Holy Spirit is going to be 
just igniting the leadings of his spirit in our hearts and a witness of power is going to happen. Be aware, be available. And then here's number three, be amazed. Be amazed because it's the love of God that would use us. I so want to stay with that available point because I believe in the gift of discernment. I believe in having a sensitive ear to the Holy Spirit. It's in the book of John that we are his sheep and the sheep know his voice. To walk and know his voice just as he was speaking to Philip in Acts chapter 8. In attitude and awareness, this passion side, I, I see it in Peter when they had been beaten and told, quit talking about Jesus. And they said to the authorities, look, we can't help it. If the church ever gets a real case of the can't help it, I mean, just, I can't help it. That's passion. Then there's sensitivity and strategy out of the heart that's looking for the opportunity. Doors will swing open all of the time. An intersection of a life change will occur. And there you are ready, poised, anointed. And then you stand back amazed that God would use us, vessels of clay, to allow divine resources to flow through us a human channel to meet the need of a broken heart and a lost soul. Now that is why we're saved. That is why we are the church. So that we will mobilize. So that we will articulate a witness. So that we will walk through the open door. Amen? Amen. That's my challenge to you tonight. May we wake up tomorrow aware that God is at work. Make ourselves available to be part of the work. Stand amazed at the work of lives saved. So Jesus said the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. There are too few people that are aware, available. That must change. So think about it. You know God, his spirit resides in your heart and it's far better than sonar technology. And it will make you know you are in the presence of fish. And then you'll begin to sense the surroundings. Whether it's a family situation, a job situation. Hmm. Then you see how it connects with your story. Maybe you know there's a lot of guilt going on in a person's life. And you know how God dealt with you and helped you with your guilt. Now, know how to fish. God uses you. And a person comes out of darkness and sin, just as we have, into the marvelous light. And then they join the process. Close with this. And team, you can come. If we rely on church services for evangelism to happen, and that's the only place, 
and you see four people in one service and three in another, and let's say those numbers even doubled. And every service of the year, somewhere around 20 people were saved. And you do the math on 52 Sundays, 20 people per Sunday, it will take us many, many lifetimes to win the world to Christ. If you take our church having that kind of success and every other church having that kind of success, it will take years. But if every one of us in this room reproduce, if every one of us in this room wins a soul to Christ, and then that person that we win to Christ is discipled, and they win someone to Christ. If every one of us won a person to Christ this year, only one person, and then next year you win a person to Christ, and the person that gets saved under your witness this year wins someone to Christ, now we double, and then you just do the math in a, in a very few years. You can see the world change. And that's why that was always God's plan. It was never his plan that all of evangelism would happen within a corporate worship service. This is Bass Pro Shop. This is where you come and get equipped and ready to bolt out and go fishing. And so we, we walked around in the department of how to fish and what do you use? And you use awareness availability cooperating with the Holy Spirit who's already out there at work who's going to lead you right to where the fish are because you're going fishing and he's just looking for people who are willing to fish and then he'll show you the circumstance he will enlighten the eyes of your heart to see things that otherwise you could not see so that you can say what needs to be said it's an anointed witness. It's a, it, it, it packs a punch that goes right to the heart. With your eyes closed in the presence of God, I want you just to hear this music and to reflect on the people in your routine. Maybe your parents aren't saved. A brother or a sister, a co-worker a friend at school note those people one, two, or three people that's in your circle they don't know Christ what do you know about them? what does the Holy Spirit want to show you about what you know about them and how it connects with your story homework this morning was to put your story into about 100 words or less tonight it's to mentally make a list of people that then can be written on your heart and every day you pray for them and you wake up aware that God's already working in their life and God wants to use you in the process you don't have to be afraid just share your story very simply and clearly.
Just reflect right now. Take a few moments and process that in your heart.